conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. So uh, the National Energy Regulator has been uh, granted an extension uh, to make a decision on ESCOM's application to hike its tariffs by 32%. <laughs> I know this is not something we want to hear. And this is uh, could be set for April next year. Um, so it's just a couple of months. And uh, the extension follows um, after the court had ordered the energy regulator to make the decision on ESCOM's application. Um, and this was supposed to happen before the 24th of December. Now, the North Gauteng High Court in Pretoria has extended the deadline to the 12th of January 2023, and ESCOM is also requesting a further 9.4%. It's tough on all sides. We are joined now by Chris Yelland, who's an energy analyst and an advisor at Arta. Chris, thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. It's a great pleasure, and uh, good afternoon to you and your listeners. So why does NERSA need uh, so much time to make a decision? Because we're sitting at the edge. I don't think this Christmas is a beautiful one for anyone. It's not a good festive season, load shedding, but still we might have tariff hikes at ESCAP. Yeah, look, uh, uh, I'm not sure exactly the reason, but there are suggestions, and I, I must say this is just hearsay. Uh, that they put off this uh, tough decision until after the ANC elected conference. Uh, But I must say that's probably some uh, malicious gossip that's being spread around. Uh, But uh, certainly that's uh, what I'm hearing. But uh, nevertheless, um, we are going to hear by apparently by the 12th of January, the bad news uh, or the good news, uh, but it's more likely to be a very um, high price increase, I believe, this year. Um, and um, it will be implemented on the 1st of April. That is the new, uh, you know, the start of the new financial year for, for ESCOM. And uh, in terms of municipalities, it will be applied from the 1st of July 2023. So we just have to wait and see and what happens on the 12th. But uh, all indications are that we're in for a significant price increase um, to keep ESCOM afloat. I really wish we had an understanding why NASA needs so much time. You know, it's like taking off a Band-Aid. You, you want to do it very quickly. You don't want to do it slowly. And right now, it's just so slow. Um, yeah. and, and a lot of South Africans are even saying, I mean, between uh, 30 and 32%, whatever it may be, if it yeah. is approved, how are we going to afford to keep the lights on when we are graced with lights in South Africa? Uh, yeah, first of all, it's, it's why they take so long. Yeah, I, as I say, the only, the only uh, thing that I've heard is to, to delay the news uh, to after the anti elective conference to lessen the political fallout. Um, there may be other reasons. Uh, there may be a less, uh, you know, lack of capacity. There may be it's just a very hard and difficult uh, political decision that needs a bit of consultation, although NASA should be independent. Nevertheless, uh, you know, how are we going to afford it uh, next year? I don't know how the consumer is going to afford the kind of price increase that Eskimo is asking for. Um, it, it comes at a time when consumers are feeling hard done by, are hard done by, inflation is high, disposal in, income is low. And it's going to push up the uh, levels of uh, non-payment and theft of electricity. So at some point, there are diminishing returns, and price increases are not just the solution. Uh, sometimes Eskom seems to think that price increases are the 
way of achieving cost-reflective pricing. But another way, of course, is to reduce cost. Uh, and, and, and in reality, is there's probably a combination of a number of measures that has to be taken. But to expect the customer to pay for, you know, this, uh, you know, without bringing other levers to bear, I think is asking too much, and it's going to damage the economy, and it's going to cause higher levels of theft and non-payment for sure. So now the COO of Eskom, Jan Obelhoser, has yeah. uh, said that you know Eskom has already spent double its upwardly adjusted diesel budget in an effort to keep lights on. Okay, mm. and we appreciate when the lights are on. But what does this say about the sustainability of Eskom's funding model and and their financing in the current economic setup? Well, frankly, the current financial situation of Eskom is not sustainable, not not at all, and it hasn't been sustainable for a number of years, and that is why the shareholder is having to bail Eskom out to the tune of about 50 billion rand a year, and I'm sure it won't be less than that this coming year, because Eskom has run out of money to buy diesel, and the price of diesel has soared you know, globally, and the rand has weakened, and um, it's putting huge pressure on Eskom. They just run out of cash, um, and it's more than double uh, already, and it's not the end of the financial year. There's another quarter to go. So government is going to have to find the money, or else we're going to have more load shedding. And um, the cost of load shedding is more than the cost of the diesel, even though the cost of diesel is particularly high. So it makes no economic sense to continue at very high levels of load shedding uh, while trying to save money on diesel. All right. So, Chris, we, we want load shedding to end. We need it to end, but we want to afford our power. Uh, we don't want to uh, end up... Uh, a society and an economy that is lacking one of the key fundamentals for industrialism. We are in the fourth industrial revolution, apparently, but with this load shedding, it doesn't seem like it. Are there any are there any stances from outer to make sure that ordinary South Africans like you and I are not left in the dark because we can't afford this 32% increase? Yeah, look, um, Outer as an organization uh, stands uh, to try and reduce wasteful expenditure and, uh, and, and abuse of South African taxes um, uh, through, uh, you know, that is happening to uh, corruption and maladministration and uh, poor governance. So that is where Outer as an organization uh, focuses its attention. And um, they have a whole series of programs uh, to this effect, um, they have an energy section that deals with energy and electricity issues, and I am, for my sins, a advisor to uh, to Alta on uh, energy and electricity. Chris, I, I do hope that uh, things are going to work out. I wish we could have some sort of sounding call to at least uh, listen. Uh, this hefty blow that we might get. But on the other hand, who knows? Nursa might be nice and say, no, Eskom, you're not getting an increase. And that's what well, I'm going to live on. Well, uh, the, the thing is that Eskom has to balance True. the interests of the customer and the economy with the interest of having a sustainable Eskom. And unfortunately, it's a, it's a very difficult balance right now. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, Eskom gets money either from the customer 
or from its shareholder, or it borrows money. <laughs> and that's, that's it. So uh, either the customer is going to have to pay more, or the shareholder is going to have to pay more. And when the shareholder pays more, it means the taxpayer has to pay more. So whatever happens, the people of South Africa pay, whether they're electricity customers or whether they are uh, taxpayers, that's where the money comes from. Uh, and, 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 uh, and, and this difficult balance that this has got to play is to keep ESCOM sustainable because the consequences of uh, ESCOM not being sustainable or, or failing uh, are too horrible to think about. Well, Chris, let's leave it at that and uh, wait and see what happens on the 12th of December. Uh, thank you very much for joining us this afternoon.